tomorrow and that is it for us today and we will leave you with a I can't do it we'll do it live we'll do it live do it live I can I'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks Welcome back to OTW Radio 104.5, The Roundtable. I'm your host, they call me Woody, and sitting in with, with me this week is, as always, Ian the Intern. Yes, sir. Producer Pete. This is Monger Man. A.K.A. Smigel. 38. Wait, I did change, change my goddamn to Monger Man 38. 38. Ooh, okay. But you can still call me Smigel 38 if you want. Interesting. Only the OGs know. I guess, yeah. If you know, you know, you know. My right. league name is still Smigel. Okay, so, aka Smigel thirty eight, aka Mongerman thirty eight. Fair enough. Uh, and joining us again this week is friend of the show, John. Hey, hey, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Back as always. Yeah. Uh, and special guest this week, Eli. Hello. Uh, maybe our number one fan. I think so. I think so. My also might be our only fan. So it might be a one of one. True. But, you know, it's hey, a big we'll, moment for us. We'll take what we can get, really. Back-do. Yeah. But uh, this week, coming back, uh, slight slight delay in uh, production here over uh, in Studio A here at Battle Creek Studios. But uh, nonetheless, still being able to hopefully get out some quality content, maybe more regularly now. Now that we're all just like hanging out again, pretty much. Yeah. You know, we kind of just said, you know, fuck you, coronavirus. Facts. We'll, we'll beat you on our Quarantine's own. Quarantine's getting lifted, no? Uh, for most, I think we start. I mean, gatherings things. under ten. Yeah, I think pretty much like the general consensus is we're starting to phase out of wherever we were six weeks ago or whatever. No, but wasn't that the Minnesota notice gatherings of t- under ten are fine? It's, it's as long um, as I thought it was six or under if they're family, like restaurants. You can't go to a restaurant. Still, the new one, yeah. the one like May eighteenth. Yesterday. Yesterday would have been May twentieth. Interesting. I was the reading one on May 18th, right? the yeah, official okay. wall, so it was like gatherings under 10 people. In general, but as far as businesses go, oh, um, yeah. Um, well, yeah, there's other restrictions. Different. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. I, yeah. The the kind of, again, yeah, the general consensus, the where it's trending is 
whether it's here in Minnesota or the rest of the country. Things are getting lifted. We're starting to be able to do some more things here in here in places and, and See how you know, it goes. yeah, yeah, I guess you know, it's, we still don't really know much, but that's positive news. We'll take Thanks. it, you know. But uh, yeah, big uh, big episode here. Uh, just now, just basically a, a two parter here. Mm-hmm. Normal uh, two parter, two parter, yeah, two parter. Normal uh, first part as always. With uh, we'll go around recapping the week and then, then we'll, you know, have a little fun, maybe a. Uh, a little daydreaming. Yeah, although that was some positive news there. We're gonna inject some more positivity in with a little, uh, little daydreaming activity. But uh, to start out with, uh, Ian. Yes, sir. Uh, last last episode as an intern. Indeed. Oh man, how's it feel? It feels pretty good. Yeah. You know, uh, kind of moving up in the world. Not in it. Not the intern anymore. <laughs> not not the intern anymore. Um. Got Although offered a full time position. Really? Yeah. Look at that. It's pretty sick. Big time over Where? Uh, Superbia LLC. Hey. Congratulations. That's big. Nice. Yeah. Who yeah. gave you the promotion? Uh, my supervisor. <laughs> oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, that's uh, exciting. Yeah, full-time what, employee. Yeah, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably comes with a huge signing bonus. Oh, yeah. Benefits okay? Um, You know, startup, I mean. Oh, uh, yeah. They, yeah. They, yeah. I, I'll take what I can get, but they're not great. But Sorry. I think it's. One of those things, like, it's a position where I think I can work in another source of income as well. Oh, so, it'll be nice. dope. So, mm-hmm. like, distract yourself from your passion kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I guess, yeah, that, the big news is Ian graduating, finally, after five years? Five years. I took the five-year, the five-year plan, though, too. Mm-hmm. It was great. I, I actually, if money's not an object, or... Um, is that how it works? Yeah. If money's not a barrier, mm-hmm. I definitely recommend five years. Fuck, do six years. Like, Dude, I'm not going to lie. Okay, granted, this semester is really, you know, messed up, right? Yeah. You know, I didn't even get to be on campus at all. Blessing and a curse. I'm kind of sad that I wasn't able to, like, take in the last day I step off that place. But it is what it is. But I was kind of, I was like, I kind of want to go back one more semester and take, like, two classes. Maybe some, like, design classes or Ooh, something. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, I, I won't, but maybe I will. So what you can do, it's called auditing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's free. So you can go. You have to talk with the professor, and some teachers don't let you, right? Some teachers yeah. are like, no, I don't want to do that. You go in, you do the class, but you don't get graded, and you don't get credit for it. I think they give you a certificate of completion or something if you want it, but it, it allows like outsiders to test out to see if, I think from the university side, if you're like good enough to be at that kind of like at that level of right. academia or whatever but for the consumer the student side it allows you to see if you like can... that fits with what you're looking for mm. so you could technically do i think that applies for anybody why would they do that to someone who's graduated though it's anybody it's not graduate it's literally like hey i want to see if i i just want to take these classes and audit them so it just basically it it allows you to essentially sign up for the class take the class but they're not there's no like harm to them they just need to know who's doing it. They just don't want like random people showing up whenever they want. And then you also like establish some sort of relationship with the school or the teacher saying, Hey, uh, I'm not just going to like show up when, you know, show up randomly or in and out or whatever, but it gives you again, kind of that twofold thing of the university gets to see if you're good enough. Cause then the teacher makes a recommendation to help like get you into the school and also sees if you want to be a part of that school or if that program fits what you're looking for. Um, yeah, we had a bunch of people, for grad school that would just kind of do that was they'd audit the oh, class and they'd that makes sense um 
But yeah, I know it's a thing for undergrad too. Hmm. So if you're looking, and it's not the University of Minnesota specific. I think that's college general. But dang, no one really knows Maybe about we'll, it. Uh, looking more into that. Come yeah. uh, closer to the fall. Yeah, depending uh, on what I'm doing. There you go. We help you out with the uh, the full time employment. But yeah, me and JP are going to be back on well on campus. JP. Yeah. 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 He's, He's going back. Dude, that's crazy. He's going back. Six credits, right? Left, he said? Six or seven classes. Oh, classes. I think he has like 20 to 25 credits, depending okay, on how it all falls. Still not hey, no. Let's go. Yeah, he was like a year-ish away, however that works out. Year and a half, or like maybe more than two semesters, but not like a, like a credit-wise, yeah, semester and a half. But yeah, I think he's going back finally. Chase might join. So where? The U? Wait, yeah. is Chase actually being serious about no. that? No. Chase Why would he? What the hell? <laughs> I, you bank do it to, to future. Making yeah. dumb money already. Sure. You do it to future proof yourself, though, right? So if you want to ever like start your own company and doing that, right? So you're in sales, you're a salesperson, you're doing well, that's great. But if you want to like ever be the guy that runs the sales company and doesn't have, like, you don't have to do leads, you don't have to do jobs, you just get to sit back and still collect the same paycheck, you're probably going to need to show that you're established you don't have to right there's plenty of people that don't have degrees that start those companies but at the same time if you'd want to i'm just giving you for example right um or if you ever want to like get out of sales too like sales is tough i mean it's great now but i mean he still only gets to work full time like seven eight months a year and then he gets partial jobs in the winter but if it dries up or say the company shuts down like what who knows right so you never know yeah, and, like, sales jobs like that, I mean, experience can go a long way. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, a lot of companies might want proof that you can, I don't know, it is what it is. Exactly. So, uh, back to the to the new job then. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, what's the first uh, thing that's on the uh, agenda for that? What's the, like, first Masks. project you work with? Masks. Next week, sun- Saturday. Ooh. Today is dropping? Yeah. Thursday, the 21st. Only a couple. Just so a like, just a small amount. Yeah. Um, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Jump in on the, the the trend. Yeah. Might as well. Just to put something out, and yeah. then um, that fuels the t-shirts, which if this place would get back to me, that'd be great. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic, but yeah. Are you still doing the? Because we were talking before, the the kind of like the outsourcing it from LA Apparel. The masks, yeah, or just like the sh- like the, uh, the materials shirts, and stuff, right? The, uh, the masks come from LA Apparel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the t-shirts come from Reporter, which is their f- the factories in Portugal. Okay. Ooh. Uh, I was supposed to get a different version of masks from them, but uh, like I bought them, but the the case or the order got stopped at customs. Oh. And they wouldn't let them. And this was like weeks ago. Sure. Back when things were really hitting Europe with mm-hmm. the virus so they were limiting the exports and imports damn uh, from Europe so I mean I got my money back but I never got I mean never got the product got, yeah. You know, yeah and then they they like stopped selling them they just like you know like alright well we can't sell them hmm. right now damn so, that's pretty cool what yeah. uh what are your what are your like long term goals with with the job um I think it's mostly just to like and I was kind of talking about Pete to this last week. Um, one, I wanted to kind of like fuel a creative outlet. Two, I want to use it as just like something that's like like professional and also like official mm-hmm. to kind of uh, like build certain skills that I can say like I've done. And two and three, I want to use it maybe just like as a stepping stone 
I think for other things. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, definitely the like the professional skills are just like learning certain skills uh, to be able to say that you know this is something that I've done. Things like takeaways, like a learning experience, definitely, and then just like something to creative outlet. Yeah. Did you think that? I mean, no one thought that they'd be where they're at literally today just because of everything that's happened the last like three four months but Mm -hmm. did you think that this was how it was gonna be or feel or kind of look when you graduated god no no (laughs) this is probably the (laughs) absolute opposite like if three years ago Mm -hmm. if you told me that you would like i'd be doing like what i'm doing or looking for what i want to look for right Mm now i mean like what like what like what happened yeah you know yeah because i mean no like (laughs) Ian, year two or three, like dead of dead in like the chemistry stuff, um, and then I would have told myself, yeah, yeah, dude, you're gonna graduate with a business major, and there's gonna be a global pandemic, and you're gonna be trying <laughs> to put out t-shirts. Like I probably would have known like the the, the clothing thing sure. probably at that point, but three years ago, yeah, like four or five years ago, probably wouldn't have no. known that. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely it's weird, dude. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where I'm at in another three, six months. That's fair. Three years. I mean, John might be able to speak to a little bit of that too. I mean, recent grad. Recent, recent, enough. right? You yeah. know, fl- you know, flexible on the Taking word. Taking steps, though. I mean, how was that uh, flying lesson? It was awesome. It was really fun. Um, yeah, I guess that's the only thing really new with me is that mm-hmm. I did first flying lesson on Tuesday. Uh, it's called just like a discovery flight. So like, mm-hmm. kind of go up take controls a little bit see if you like it you know and i did like it i didn't know though that i'd be controlling the fucker for most of the time nice <laughs> i was yeah. just like what? <laughs> yeah dude i'm like kind of freaked out because it was a little turbulent um you know so that motherfucker's rocking around a it's little not bit that big is it it's a small no, plane too right so, yeah. so yeah. that was my first experience in like a plane like that and um was it dope though yeah it was pretty dope <laughs> <laughs> i was like this is kind of sick yeah um but like obviously terrifying because it's like I have no, you know. Imagine like getting in a car for the first time and be like, "All right, we're gonna take it down this highway." And you're gonna go 116. Yeah, you know, you're like, oh, "All right," <laughs> <laughs> you know. And like unlike a car, where the only access you or you know you've got, I guess two accesses. It's like how fast you're going in one direction and then right and left, and then you add on top of that up and down, mm-hmm. and you're just like, it's a lot to keep in check. So. Um, you know, the, obviously the guy took off and landed it because otherwise he would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was really fun, and so excited to get uh, going with that. Have you ever done a flight simulator? Um, yeah, in middle school, but okay, nothing. You know, it's very different. Okay, it's very. I was different. gonna say if there's like a similar feeling, or if it was like recent enough, where I, know, I was past like the one at the mall, right, where it's like. Oh, do this yeah. for, I don't know, whatever, 10-minute ride for $20 or whatever. And I always, like, wanted to do one. but um, And I've seen, like, the flight simulators, like a computer, and you have, like, the joystick back in the day, and you could do it and stuff. And um, you get all, like, the the gears and stuff. You can change, like, the camera angles or whatever. But I don't know. if Yeah, I don't know if you had done, like, a flight simulator and kind of, like, were ready for. No, not at all. I mean, like, the simulators you would do, like, on a PC, um, you know, kind of accurate as far as controlling something goes but very different as far as like feeling something goes so unless you're in a really expensive simulator that actually rocks you around and stuff like that which is 
you know, not likely to be the case unless I don't know what the ones at the mall are like. I have no idea. I, ne- I never had money to, to yeah. go into one. <laughs> but like, I was you also know, like eleven. <laughs> the actual training ones for you know airline pilots and stuff like that, like American stuff like those are like 20 million dollars i just say aren't those things fucking expensive yeah they're nuts right yeah Yeah. so you know they're not just letting anybody (laughs) (laughs) which to be fair like i i feel like airports should all have one like yeah you're just gonna do the simulator for a while um it's really expensive it's actually more expensive than most of the planes combined out there but you won't die (laughs) yeah um if you fuck up so uh yeah no that's fair uh when's the next lesson step whatever what what's the what's the next parts of the process for for you becoming a pilot um there's a lot of boring stuff that i get get out of the way as far as medical um evaluation so hopefully that'll be maybe next week um and then my the best friend i have whose dad is a pilot who's the one that got me on this journey in the first place is i'm going out to visit him next weekend and his brother is also going through all this and so we might go up in a plane for a little bit nice might not necessarily count for training hours but just to go up and be with two pilots that you know one that actually does this for a living and just kind of you know get a feel for it Mm -hmm. you know you're not talking to a stranger and asking questions you know it's like you're comfortable i've known these people for my whole life and so it'll be a lot more comfortable i think to be like all right let's you know actually experiment with what it feels like to fly this um yeah and then go there and then so yeah hopefully it's ex- kind of expensive just to get the private pilot's license out of the way it'll probably be like six or seven grand um and that's just one of the many steps to the career part of it yeah uh so i just want to make sure i have locked away some finance situation as far as like a, a loan of some sort because i don't have that to just throw out the window yeah just yeah <laughs> you know that's fair yeah i mean yeah i, I think with anything, I mean, it's, it just feels like school, right? I mean, no one, right? No one, no one shows up the first day of freshman orientation. And like, oh yeah, uh, I have a check for twenty thousand dollars, yeah, and then I have a have cash like for the other fifteen grand. So I don't. I don't <laughs> what do I do? Who do yeah, I get this nah, to? Yeah, it's just kind of like yeah. it's more or less like, hey, I don't know how I'm paying Dude, for this. I'm like, you, oh, you're, you're good. Don't worry about it. What if you went to admissions <laughs> or the finance like one stop or whatever? And yeah, you're like, yeah. Hey, I need to pay my tuition, and just drop like thirteen like racks. I'm just like. <laughs> Can I just pay cash? They, yeah, like, they'll take it. They would. I've paid cash for like yes. certain things, mm-hmm. but like it's way different as far as like fifteen hundred bucks for a class yeah. versus here's <laughs> here's my whole yeah. tuition, hundred grand. They they take. I mean, it'd be it would be you'd get a couple looks if you just showed up with like fifteen thousand dollars in cash and they're like, yeah, I'm just gonna pay for the whole semester up front, even though you didn't ask me to. You just said I needed a third. Here's the whole thing. Like. But they would, they'd take it. They don't yeah, care. No. Right? They're like, whatever. Like, it, it's not like student loans are any different. Money's money to them. But yeah, it, I mean, a lot of people I think of like when I was working at the community college level would just pay with like a credit card. It's what, three grand a semester there? So that sometimes isn't that bad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it would be kind of weird just to like to show up though at like a, like an out of state tuition, like big school. Yeah. <laughs> First semester's tuition is to be $37,500. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I got $3,600. I got all hundreds here. Do you want smaller bills? I, that, You'd be surprised, weird. though, like with a lot of these international students. Oh, yeah. That is kind of the case. Mm-hmm. They're obviously not paying like for wire it in transfer, cash. Though. Yeah, it's wire transfer, but like they still have those funds. They can't yeah. even attend these universities unless they have. Yeah. Like they have to have proof that they have like. At least thirty grand in liquid assets for education. 
Because like when you see international students, I bet especially at the U of M, they all drive BMWs, Audis. Yeah, like these people, these people are not broke. Yeah. Well, we've uh, we've talked about that before. Well, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, did I I told you guys the story about the kid at Berkeley who came from the richest family in Hong Kong? Oh yeah, you told us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, if you can guess how much my outfit is, I'll give it to you. <laughs> what an asshole. I feel like Berkeley School of Music is gonna attract like just different kind of foreign exchange student or whatever you want to call it um no but those people exist at the u of m too I, yeah but i think there's also like normal <laughs> um students there but no yeah. it's it we we've mentioned that before how it works if it's tiered off yeah so like we're i mean we're the schools we're talking about here are just only getting the the tier ones or whatever and all the tier two and t- tier three foreign exchange students are going to other other schools but um i mean that would make sense but yeah no it's 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 nuts i mean it's super competitive to like do that stuff and get in but well, thank god i don't have to do that yeah i also had a couple of friends from like um one was from like singapore i think and then is singapore the or taiwan taiwan and singapore i had friends from mm-hmm. and bro just like the fir- in the second week probably they just went out bought a guitar <laughs> spent like 1400 on it didn't have to think Jesus. twice about it i'm like what <laughs> I mean, I that was a cool feeling the first semester of grad school when I could just go to Target and like I don't know if you guys did this growing up but like you'd go for like back to school shopping it's like last week of August or whatever you know right before you're going into like all right fifth grade uh need a new trapper keeper uh need a pencil box the the clear ones where it's like the gray on the bottom and then like a color on the top you can kind of see through it you know the rectangle the round rectangle things um need pencils and then it's like that whole thing of like all right but you also need pens so are you gonna get the shitty pens but the cool mechanical pencils or are you gonna get like the cool pens but the shitty like i have to go be the fucking weird like loser to the front of the classroom and grind away and sharpen my pencil in the middle of this fucking test um you gotta make those decisions in august you don't know where you're gonna be in like january so but just to go and just like oh that's right 27 i have a credit card i can just go buy what the fuck i need to buy uh how many notebooks are you don't know i'm gonna grab seven fuck it like it was just like a cool feeling of like oh uh what pencil should i get just buy the most expensive ones dickhead they're probably the best ones you just like go and do it it's just a way different feeling i'm sure for like when you just don't think about it and then the second semester is probably like that of like oh i need this all right just go buy this instead of having to think it's like for them it's like oh, i need a guitar what's the best one uh fender strat from like 1972 fuck it whatever how much is it 1500 cool whatever these kids are also talking about like <laughs> the car like well i need to get around so like fuck, i'll just get a land rover yeah. or something yeah. <laughs> how many how many tesla charging stations are around it's not enough I'll just, get a, I'll, yeah. just get I'll just get it i'll just get a mercedes they charge it yeah. at yeah. the dealership and then yeah. i'll just run i'm sure they have dry get a new yeah. car. i'll just get a c-class mercedes <laughs> oh man Fair enough. Uh, Producer Pete, recapping the week. I've been week. having a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I've been big week for you. i to grind out some new learning obstacles. First, I want to say people go crazy for the memes on the gram. That's <laughs> what I've learned. I posted this shitty meme, and it blew up relative to my account and got triple the amount of views of anything I posted. Which one was that? The, the one of the edge... And the meme was when the 808 is already tuned to C. Dude, I don't know. And I posted I, a second. You see most of the stuff. So then I posted a second meme to test the water some more. Didn't do as well, but still second most viewed by far. So I'm just going to be cranking out memes now, at least for the foreseeable future. Hold on. I'm gonna, excuse me. I'm going to watch this. 
fair enough. It's just a GIF. Oh, is it? Yeah. Or GIF. Is it G- I GIF? think I think it's GIF. Must be a uh... 180 likes, bro. My second highest is like 50. Dang. I don't really. I don't get it. But <laughs> oh, yeah, it's must, a, must it's be good. It's a producer meme. It's a producer meme. <laughs> that's fair. Um, no, that's fair. Uh, you had some big additions. Well, almost additions to the to the studio. Correct. Got a new mic. Well, I got two new mics. I'm gonna be returning one of them. And then new mic stand. Got the the new setup. Which I don't know. Now that you mentioned that, I don't think I've seen it. I'll have to check it out after this. But new mic stand, mic shield, the shield, headphones. Yep. Those big day. the ones you're wearing are new. Yeah, got them today. Oh, nice. Super uh, comfortable. There you go. Feel like I got something else too. Um, I don't know. Probably some software stuff or plug-in stuff or whatever. But yeah. Either gonna, way, I'm. If if they accept like a refund for this microphone, I'm just gonna buy a different plug-in. With that money, That's realistic fair. bass player. Yeah, three hundred. Not another mic. No. Yeah. Cause I I got what I need. I don't need that. That that was just like a cool addition to have. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes cool additions are kind of nice though too. Of just like, yeah, not necessity parts not there, but at the same time, are you do you have enough output to justify, you know, having some other stuff and, cause I mean a lot I of it, I don't know it's creative too. I feel like if it helps create a flow, then who knows? Yeah, I, I just think it would be better spent elsewhere. There you go. Like, I'm not yeah. against spending the money. It's Yeah. I think it would be better utilized somewhere else. That's fair. And then the big obstacle, which I've been explaining to Woody over the last couple of days as I learned more about it, is your boy's getting his first couple production credits. And I've been having to research into the legal royalties and copyright information, how that how you obtain that, how you keep your rights. And I'll do a quick TLDR. So there's mechanical royalties, which come from streaming services, Spotify, etc. That's collected through distribution services like DistroKid, which I use if I wanted to upload a track. That's easy peasy. The one that really was grinding my gears was I forgot the mechanical equivalent term to it but it's when songs are played on the radio like in clubs etc like that that type of royalty how you collect that and holy crap that has been confusing they want it that way oh yeah oh yeah yeah so in the u.s there are three main pro organizations that's i think it's professional recording organization or something three services you can use to sign up for an account and you can sign up for an artist account or a production account or both and when you split the royalties the production side gets 50% the artist gets 50% if you're doing everything yourself so if I was to make a song release it myself I would get 100% right so I need to sign up for a production and an artist company what I learned today is when you sign up for a production company, you also have to create an LLC. So that's what I'm going to have to do once I get my production account created. And may I? It was rec- a lot more confusing than that, trying to learn it. But may I recommend a service to sell, set up an LLC? What? May I recommend a service that you use to set up an LLC? Well, I'm going to talk to my dad about it because he's super knowledgeable about it, but oh. go ahead. I was going to say Zen Business. Zen Business. 
That's what you used, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you were going to use I was going to use LegalZoom, legal but then I found that Zen Business is the same thing but for cheaper, and I like their interface a lot more. It's a lot easier, and, yeah, it's been pretty dope. That's fair. It's weird because, like, the whole house is effectively setting up LLCs here mm-hmm. in, like, yep. within the year. I mean, you set up yours already. Jason just set one up. I guess set one up here he this summer. He hasn't set it up yet? No, he's... Ooh, he, he messed up right a few months ago, so no. now he has to wait. No, he didn't do anything. He. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. He fucked up by yeah. not doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it. it How it's, is, he's it, not getting any money then. It's the most baffling thing. He doesn't need the money, so that's his issue. It's not even an issue, right? It's whatever, and, and it it it's just so baffling to me of like why you just wouldn't do it. it Take me just, forty-five minutes to an hour. Yeah. No. It. So when he says he made you know X amount of money, he's collected last zero dollars. He might have has it guaranteed in contracts, like billed to him. It's but. and he has payouts from some contracts that have started to be worked on. But he's not getting. But he has yet to collect a single dime yet. Because he hasn't started an LLC. Yeah. And That's the fine. office is now closed. Closed. Yeah, until like the government opens back up and they can go back into the office. Well, sheesh. <laughs> yeah. The ball. I, hey, it. What if he just gets scammed and never gets a dime? I I'd laugh at this point. I would I would not feel bad whatsoever. Um, I'd feel bad. That sucks. It it sucks if you like set it all up and then had it all going. But when you've had six months now to set it up, I mean, I'm sure he's at Warzone though. Yeah, I mean, we've all that's know. true. I mean, <laughs> he he definitely has to play at least eight hours of COD a day. So oh, yeah, you know. he can't get in the way of that. He's got his he's got Twitch. More, he's got more play time than I please. do. <laughs> no, I believe it. He has like double your play time. Oh yeah, he yeah he plays a ton. I, and again, nothing nuts. wrong with that, but no, just, you just can't double almost, get, then complain that when the LLC doesn't get set up in time for you to wanting some of the money. He has double my time, and I feel like I play a lot. Yeah. It's funny. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. Eli, what's one, new with you this week? Unless you were... One done. more quick thing. <laughs> so he the new finish. Honcho single is going to be crazy, but my hardware has just been crapping out on me all at the same time, and I can't record right now. New, so that's been frustrating. New computer? I don't think it's a computer because it's not from like a CPU overload or anything. It's this weird popping noise that happens during the recording. Hmm. I don't know where it came from and I don't know how to fix it. So hopefully the forum helps me out. Hopefully. But the honcho's future is in jeopardy right now. Otherwise it might bad. be time to... Yeah, that, that's, that ends that's a sad my day. turn. I... I don't know. I mean, dead to be, yeah, to some extent. But would you, if you find out it is just a laptop, would you would you get well, an I iMac? I have no choice to get a new computer. Cause you'd, yeah, you'd have to anyways, right? So the, so the honchos, if it, if it is the computer, then the honchos won't be dead then. Well, no, we're not dead in any case. It just might be a while and a lot of headache until I figure out yeah. Yeah. how to record oh, again. Man. Yeah. Like, we wanted to get this single out pretty soon, and we have it written. Mm-hmm. Just need to record it, and we can't now. Damn. Yeah, set the the rhymes with smoys. Correct, and it's probably going to be the best song on the EP. You, you're very high on this one. I will say I that am. you're very high it's on this insane. one. It's insane. The melodies very are. It's very memorable. I should say. Can I listen to it again? After yeah. Oh, yeah. and I made the craziest beat to smoke to type beat I've ever made too. <laughs> that I want to show you. It's peaking at the right time, possibly. Well, Dude, my I've been hopefully. on. Hopefully creative high since this quarantine that's for sure that's fair it, let's get it it happens but fair enough but yeah and uh our special guest eli who 
uh, crazy is Ian the intern's brother. Correct. So, got some some family ties mm-hmm. here at the round table. Um, but yeah, uh, blood relations. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, what's uh, what's what's happening with you this week? Um, I fixed my sleeping schedule, which Ooh, that's is clutch. Much harder to do than one thinks. Oh, I'm I'm a well aware. Yeah. <laughs> Woody is worse than it's ever been. Um, what is Woody is very knowledgeable. Oh yes. Yeah. What was what was the sleeping schedule? I'd go to bed at like four or five in the morning. Yeah. Wake up at four or five in the afternoon yep. and do it, do it again. I'm in it right now. <laughs> I'm I'm up till probably like six right now, and then I probably wake up between. Depends if someone wakes me up. Like not not you yesterday, but like in general, like mm-hmm. sometimes someone like will come over like show up like one or two and then i'm like all right it's probably one or two in the afternoon probably should just get up but if not if no one wakes me up four is the okay you're a piece of shit get the fuck out of bed like that's like the the, the threshold i've yet to get to five i have got to 4 30 so like we're creeping but i get it i get I got it to seven once okay yeah. if we're talking onces yeah for sure i've, yeah. I've, I've <laughs> have you ever gone through a day those are the trippiest things you where, skip on them today. Yeah, and so you like wake up and usually it'd be a weekend for me, right? And after like a hard party and like Friday night in high school, I'd wake up and it'd be Sunday, but I think it's Saturday. And so I'm just like doing my normal stuff. My parents are like, Oh, hey, you got school tomorrow, like what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean what am I doing? We go hang out for Saturday. It's like, no, it's Sunday. Like, Holy fuck, I missed the whole fucking day. Why'd you wake me up? I'm like, You're my parents, aren't you supposed to be like doing stuff for like your kids? No? Oh yeah, it's cool. You probably don't even know it's here. All right. Um You know, I think there's one day though, maybe like a week or two ago. You woke up at like two a.m. and I then can't recall probably because <laughs> I was going to bed and yeah. you woke up and you went to the bathroom. He's like, "Wait, what time is it?" I'm like, "Dude, it's dude, like two. That was like, the worst. So how like, long were you sleeping? That'd be like I'd, I'd sleep almost like twelve hours. That'd be <laughs> so. What you're telling me that you went to bed probably early morning hours of a Saturday. And Thought woke I woke up, up Sunday morning. No, no, no. So here's, I went to light, light out Saturday morning, right? Assuming, okay, I'll sleep for like 10 hours, right? And I'll wake up Saturday night. And I woke up. It must have been winter, right? Short days. Because mm-hmm. then I woke up and it was dark out. So I'm like, oh, it's nighttime. But I'd slept through all of Saturday, all of Sunday. And now it is like, so I'd slept for like t- over 24 hours. What? what? Yeah, I think, right? That's how the math works, right? So let's, what, well, okay, I'm just using, let's say I went to bed at like, <laughs> Noon Saturday no, no let's call it ten a.m. Saturday morning. I would have woke up at like five or five or six o'clock Sunday night. I don't understand how that's possible. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's why it's so like weird. Is you're, you're just doing it and it's like all of a sudden you're like you get super confused because because no one tells you within like the first twenty minutes you're awake. You're like you just kind of doing your like waking stuff, right? Like I'll go to the bathroom. All right, I'll get something to eat. It's dark out, and that's that's weird too right when you sleep longer and then it's dark out and you're like is it morning or is it night and then you like look at the clock like shit it's the wrong one whatever you needed it to be yeah and it's like sunday night so i'm like oh well it must be saturday night all right let's go let's go over to my buddy's house or something or figure something out or whatever and parents says look at you weird i'm like what are you doing like that's brutal i don't know like what are you doing (laughs) but yeah no it, it it that that only happened to me once i have done plenty of times the you wake up and it's dark out, and you don't know if it's morning or night. And then if you thought it was supposed to be morning, and then it ended up being night, and you're confused, or vice versa, that happens a bunch. But yeah, but what's the what's the new sleep schedule then? Uh, going getting in bed at ten is what I'm aiming for. Ten p.m. 
So I feel okay. like if I get in bed, I'd be able to fall asleep at least before midnight. Yeah. So you yeah. So you give yourself two hours, maybe three, if like yeah, get sucked into something. But yeah, she's been good that's, at it, dude. That's fair. Tough when he's on. He's raging on the game. Oh yeah, because you guys share a room, right? Yeah. yeah. Wait. So one day you just you got up at like six or seven p.m. and then just went back to bed at ten p.m. or I think that day I will get up at seven at night. I think I tried to stay up 24 hours and then go to bed at like yeah. seven or eight and try to mm-hmm. fix it. Yeah. Did it work? I think I went to bed at like two or three in the afternoon. Oh. And then I woke up. No, because I think that's the day I woke up at two in the morning. Yeah. Okay. I think that's right. He, he... And then did you stay up? Or would you go back to bed and like were able to like eke out another it's, like it's a three, blur. It's a, <laughs> that's fair. The days are blurring hey, together. Yeah. It, it, that's what happens. It's. Mm-hmm. No concept of time at that point. Yeah, 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 and you already don't really have a concept of time because no one really does so right now. Yeah. Oh man, what uh, what prompted you to want to fix your sleep schedule? Like, what about the go to bed at five a.m., wake up at four p.m.? I think it was initially. I think a week ago, I heard. Well, not heard, but like came to like the assumption that I'd be going back to work soon. Like within oh, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was That's like, smart. well, I really got to get on top of this now, or it's not gonna happen. <laughs> but to my knowledge, I probably won't be going back until July first at the earliest. Sure. So, so now, do you kind of regret doing this? Like, no, jump the gun too really. early? No. That's fair. Cause, cause my, most of my stuff is like, the whole reason I like, oh, I've always kind of stayed up late in general, but I've always felt like it's because you get on un- on un- an un- uninterrupted time. Jesus. Uh, it's like no one's bugging you. So you yeah. just kind of do whatever you want. You just kind of like float around the house whenever you want. All the way back to like high school is how I felt. Um, but I also can operate on like like really low amounts of sleep. I'll probably end up getting like dementia from it, but whatever. Um, but yeah, it. so like that always was fine with me. But I mean, now it's just like I would wake up at like, because I had that week, which feels like two weeks ago. Remember I did that like whole like I'm going to wake up at nine. Yeah, <laughs> nine or ten. And I did it for the whole week. I did. I, to be fair, I like actually got through it. But then I got to that Sunday, and I was like, going to do it again on that Monday. And I was like, nothing more got done. Like, there wasn't, like, a gained advantage from this other than I just kind of felt like a a normal a normal person for, like, seven days. Yeah. And yeah. so then I just said, fuck it. And I just slept super long, and it felt great. But I don't know. I Do you feel like there's more – is it just literally the work thing? Is that really, like, what prompted it? Or is it like, oh, I got friends that are online at certain times, and I'm missing that? or No, so – I, I play a lot of Counter-Strike. Mm-hmm. Well, I've kind of slowed down again, but <laughs> um, guys I play with, they live in California, so they're two hours um, ahead of or behind, behind us. us. Yeah. So, like, when it's midnight for me, it's only 10 for them. Yeah. So I'd end up staying up until, like, 3 in the morning at oh, least, yeah. and it's only 1 in the morning for them. Yeah. So. That's fair. Makes sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It It's easy to, like, lull yourself into that. You, how many how many days did it take? It just, was it just like the the two nights basically of just like the weird sleep stuff and to get it reset, or was it like a week plus? Ian might know better than you do. Yeah, um, I feel like there's a while where you're. He, I feel like his sleep schedule just got fixed. Okay, yeah, it just got fixed. Like ever so, since quarantine, it's yeah. just been a weird cycle for you. <laughs> like, it's he, been a mess. You'd fix it one day. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe for like two days, and then, and then you just go to hell. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Hopefully, we don't. It's nine twenty now, so you're supposed to technically be in bed in, in forty minutes. So, hopefully, we don't fuck this oh, up damn. too bad for you. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, 
don't know. Maybe with that, we'll we'll kick this in high gear and, and transition to part two. Uh, we'll take a quick break though, and we come back. We'll we'll jump into I don't know, a little fun activity because it's been kind of down downer downer central lately for the last like two plus months for everybody. But uh, we'll be right back. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's get back to yeah. lottery shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about things that are real. <laughs> um, cool, none, of the, yeah. none of this fake shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, that, that's right. Yeah, that's probably smooth enough transition. We'll just jump into it. I think. Uh, yeah, real stuff like millions of dollars that none of us have. But uh, yeah, we kind of came up with the idea to. This is more a couple weeks back and kind of planning out stuff here now. Of we were more less less good news than we have today. I think with each like passing day, probably passing week, day to day is still pretty slow, but week to week, there's more collective positive like news and, and trending in the right direction kind of stuff. But um, just something that I do twice a week where I do this fun activity that costs me anywhere from like two to six dollars or maybe two to ten dollars a week to do is like put myself in this headspace of what if the big what if of like what if I won the lottery mm-hmm. and what I would do and the feeling of it. And I hope I won't like have a heart attack. That's like that's like the true like like a hundred percent real like first reaction like if you won the lottery what would you do I'm like first I would pray to fucking god I don't have a heart attack like because it's just like your life completely flips and not and I'd also like really would hope that the the jackpot's more than twenty million because I'd be really fucking pissed if you I won and like it was like the just the you know like whatever the starting amount is you know like yeah, the week I, after I'd hate to win only ten million or some shit oh my uh, fuck dude like, like, kill uh, me just, I, I'd, go, I'd go find the guy that won the week before and kill him yeah. that's what I would do it's like you won a five hundred and fourteen after taxes dude it was only like two hundred twelve still I won seventeen fuck you like, luckiest unlucky person yeah <laughs> exactly that that might be like a whole bit you might be able to play off into an additional like 10 million dollars in revenue but still like you're still only coming out with like 20 to 30 million versus the guy that walked away with it but um the today's thursday uh may 21st so tomorrow as of right now the estimated mega millions is 298 million which that usually holds up the cash option is 235 million so if you take the cash over the deferred payment, which everyone should do, mm-hmm. everyone does. What's the difference? So if you, so the number that you always see, right, the jackpot number, so the 298, yes. that is $298 million spread equally over 30 installments of yearly payments. Oh, okay. But what they're doing is they just they don't have the money, and so they're, they're, they're investing it, and then they're paying you out each year from it. It's not guaranteed, although it's pretty close to guaranteed. But at the same time, you can make substantially more money by just investing a lesser amount because you're getting so much money at one time versus letting the government invest it for you. It's not It's not smart is kind of the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so they give you a cash option, which is less than that. So basically it's like the true jackpot's the 235, yeah. right? But they're saying we'll give you an extra 30 or $65 million if you let us invest it for you. So like, okay, so I can make $65 million, Or you can invest it yourself and you can make over that 30-year period – you're going to make more than $65 million is kind of the thought process on it, right? Mm-hmm. So cash option 235 you're going to get hit with the taxes, which is nuts. It's like 50%. So rounding up, you're going to, you're going to walk away with what's called a direct deposit for $118 million of liquid cash that you can spend. So literally from the moment of you have your ticket, either you're checking on your phone or you're watching the whatever. I don't, I don't think they play it on TV anymore. They used to play it in, in between like the news and stuff, yeah. but I think it's now just like online. Uh, the moment of like, hey, I'm gonna check in my ticket. Here's the six numbers, and it's like four, seventeen, twenty-four, thirty-eight, fifty-four, and the last number is twenty-two. 
and you have all six of those numbers from that exact point, what are you doing? So let's start at the end. I feel like he, he knows more, most first thing. I think about that a lot. Yeah, right? Well, it's <laughs> I think good or bad. Right? Who knows if that's good or bad? Uh, I mean, we've talked about this, Woody. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things. It's a dicey situation because you got three weeks, you know, before you get your money relatively. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I will add update to this as well. You don't have to cash it in right away. You have to redeem because they know if you've won because it's mm-hmm. all computerized now. They used to not. They know if the ticket's been printed. Yes, and they know exactly where and exactly what location or mm-hmm. if there's multiples. Like we're gonna see, there's only one obviously in this, but um, so they know somebody's won, so they hold it. So yeah, but you don't you don't get the money. It's not like you turn the ticket in, you sign a, a document, and then they're like, "Cool, what's your uh, what's your checking account?" Yeah, it's a little bit different than um, that, but for safety purposes. I'm cashing it in as soon as I can because I don't want to lose the ticket. That's that's probably smart. That's that's my biggest okay. fear okay. or having it stolen. Um, but from from when I win, I mean, it's those next three weeks are finding the best lawyer and the best financial planner in the world, you know, or at least how the best my money can buy. Yeah. And you'll get anybody if you yeah. have 118 million dollars, and literally the, anyone will take you. Yeah. So I mean, that's I mean that's pretty much what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I'm probably not telling anybody. That's well, fair. I know I'm not telling anybody. So you have to catch that, right? As soon as you cash it in, it's public knowledge. You have to take a picture in front of the big check. Yeah, but like and, and I've never seen it. a picture. That's true. You're not. You're, that's Grant, fair. You know, I've never seen a picture of someone mm. in front of that. Granted, you know, a bunch of other people do specifically look, especially like nonprofits and stuff. They look for that kind of stuff to go ask you for money. Yeah, it'll also be put into your, into like the, the local newspaper, and you'll yeah. be on the news and stuff. And um, either way, I'm still cashing in right away because I think the fear of people coming to me for money or whatever is far less than me getting robbed or misplacing that ticket. Uh, but yeah, I'm just. Finding a lawyer and a financial planner and writing contracts, signing contracts with everybody in my family. Mm-hmm. And then once I get the money, then it's – yeah, I don't know. It's just those first three weeks that are the worst because I think after until you have your money, you can't disappear. Really. You can. Well, you can. Yeah. But I think – You, in theory, would just – you'd go to your bank. You'd tell them, hey – Here's how much money is about to show up in like three weeks. Let me give me a fucking credit card. Yeah, and and they're like, yeah, whatever you want. And it's like you're gonna, I'm gonna pay it off. I just need to literally be able to spend money I don't have right now. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay. Wait, I mean, like, okay, yeah. So disappear after I set up all yeah. my stuff, and then until I get my money, and even after, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm gone. First place uh, you're going? I don't even know. Ooh. I don't know. Probably California to scout out real estate. Yeah. Um, because nice. there's only like. Three purchases I would actually make. I mean, I'd buy a, I mean like <laughs> yeah, three you, we've talked about that, that aren't mine. You. you know, yeah, I'd buy yeah. a house in LA and I'd buy maybe like two cars and I'd probably buy my parents' house and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see anything else. The things I enjoy a lot in life are clothing and views and I can do all those things by traveling or having a dope crib. How long do you think until that joy that you get from that is desensitized probably a couple months yeah uh, like the joy of like just going and spending is well like you you can a ton of money. i think you can get any yeah anything i want thing of clothing you want you can you've I think already that, got your i think place. that'll last maybe like two months you know three months 
And then it's then then at that point I'm like, all right, I have everything I ever wanted, or ever or you know, that that high goes away. And at that point I'm thinking, okay, how can I get my friends here? Because mm-hmm. they're I mean ultimately that's, you know, you know how can I set up my friends in a way that one they're not I don't want them to just like I don't want to be a crutch to them, because I don't want them to like. I want them to succeed in some way, right? And I'll help them. Yeah. If it's some monetary value, I can chip in to help them succeed. Yeah. But I also know that they're probably going to be my source of happiness. <laughs> or, or, you know, no, yeah, or, you for know? sure. So, like, yeah. I need to, th- I need to get them to where I'm at selfishly, mm-hmm. you know? No, yeah. But for also, sure. like, like, yo, like, I mean, I think anybody would be like, sure, yeah, I'll move it to California. I mean, yeah, I'll be um, there. That's fair. I'll drive you to the airport. And I mean, yeah. I mean, pick so like, you up. I don't know how that's gonna work. I don't know necessarily like how. I'll figure it out. I don't know when they would get there. I don't know if it'd be like six months. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd have to see oh, how that pla- how that plays out. Yeah. Um, but it's fair. I don't know. Like, who was I talking to? I was talking to someone. Maybe it was at an old job or something. And they were talking about this. And they were listing off all these things that they would buy. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm like, that's, a lot of those things seem so useless. Give an example. A yacht. So we, we've talked about this before too, right? Of The reason we think a lot of that stuff is useless or pointless or like I don't need it is because we're not in their shoes. Like until you're there, you don't you don't really know who you are, right? Mm-hmm. You can you can kind of project, especially in hypothetical. It's, and this is a great way to do it, and that's kind of the whole idea is to you get some pride – major endorphin high off of just like thinking of like yeah my bank account right now it says there's like 414 dollars in it right now and now it says there's 118 million dollars like just one million dollars is a nuts number right 10 million is crazy 118 though is like unfathomable at some point you're like there this like all the shit you want to buy in life from like where we're all gen we're all generally in the same place right mm-hmm. of like all the shit you want to buy right now probably does not add up to more than three million dollars right so, no. okay, literally buy everything you want to buy at this given moment in life right now, okay? And, and excluding, like, the, the oh, that one sport, that one sports car that exists, yeah. one of one, that's, that like, $12 million. million dollar mansion. Right. Yeah, yeah. No. but a nice fucking car. I'm talking, like, you can get a fucking Lambo, a Ferrari, like, a five, fucking 10 Teslas, There's and that's still, still not, like, a million, right? Yeah. yeah, so it's, like, it's just this weird thing of literally everything that you've ever, like, thought of is there. And then okay cool now you're at 115 so like so it's one of those things like okay and you see all of a sudden like those experience kind of things of like a yacht or a penthouse fucking 360 degree view like apartment in the middle of fucking billionaire row in new york city Mm -hmm. and you're like i can get this like this can be my i I know it's just like we're not there so we just don't know but Mm -hmm. um hold a thought on getting friends out there We'll, we'll jump around a little bit uh, you, uh, oh, one, sorry. one thing I will, my the, like, this this the scariest thing I can think of is running out of that money. Yeah, well, I, I, I think, I think we'll, I, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll talk about ways to yeah, get to that for sure. I mean, that's where like the the lawyers, yeah, and the financial yeah. planning come in with those contracts. Oh, for sure. I think it's a huge part I of it. Like, I mean, how are what percentage of people don't think of that or don't do that? A large yeah. percentage of people, all of them. <laughs> yeah, the, the seventy to eighty, ninety percent that go broke. Well, we, I would, you know, I was driving by like Holiday over there, and I see, you know, like, just these skids on the side of the road, like with, you know, lottery tickets, and you're just like, these people, 
I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but I'm like, you guys look like, I'm like, what the fuck would you do? You know, I'm like, these are the people that would run out of money because they're not, <laughs> they're not like, to be frank, they're just not educated enough to actually know how much money that is or like how to use it responsibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're over here, you know, pack of cigarettes, just like, just bombing around, mm-hmm. riding the bus to, you know, and like got like a stroller and shit. Like, you know, I'm like, these people, like, those are the people that you're like, okay, like, Loki, sure. I kind of hope you win it, cause you know, yeah. <laughs> take care of everything for a little bit. But then I think these people would just piss it away, or they just they wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, they dr- they'd die of a drug overdose before they even got through any of that money. Mm-hmm. You know. No, I think for sure if it goes to like someone that already has, it, it, all all it's gonna do is it's gonna, um, what's the cliche that goes with? It? It's just gonna re- it's just gonna like double down and show up like flaws or characteristics that were already there. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, it's like, is it adversity sense. doesn't build character, it reveals character kind of thing. That's one of those things of like, same kind of deal where it's like, the adversity you're getting from all this money is the pressure and the ability to like really do whatever the fuck you want. Like that's adversity. It's weird. Like it's a weird thing to like flip it, but like when you jump from net, probably negative, right? Probably some amount of debt or like some fucking net worth of $2,000 to millions to like, again, like we said, more money what is it end up being like 50 times the amount that you even are fathomably able to spend like in your like in your grasp yeah and you would assume that even even if they can get past that hurdle of i'm gonna buy a table's worth of cocaine and i'm gonna do it all right you hope that like if they get past that like they might be able to figure it out but the reality is for a lot of people if they already have that built into that initial rush of like all the shit i'm gonna buy is it built in things that are ultimately going to kill me it that's where it gets dangerous of like it's going to happen you're, you're not going to magically just be able to like oh all this money fixed it i'm not going to do this you're gonna because you're gonna get bored it, it's just going to creep up on you and it's just all of a sudden it's gonna if you are fundamentally flawed before this all started it's not going to just magically fix itself that's not how that works but it will like i guess the the ride down will be a lot fucking fun or more yeah. fun but whatever Yes, that makes sense. But yeah, Eli, what uh, what are you doing? First thing, once you realize, holy shit, all six of these numbers match. I really don't know. Like, Ian, Ian clearly put a lot of thought in. We've this. talked about this though, like a bunch. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, it's my favorite board. Yeah, daydream. Oh yeah, you can get yeah. lost in it. Hundred eighteen million dollars. Um. Yeah. See, I haven't even thought about, like, lawyers or anything yet. I'd very yeah. probably just set up everybody in my family for life. Okay. Like. Yeah. But, like, my sister, until she gets through high school, she yeah. wouldn't get any of it. Just so she, like. Yeah. No, that's the reasonable, the reasonable smart thing to do. Yeah. 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 So I'd probably get everybody in my family, you know, set up. They don't have to worry about anything. Buy my parents' house. That's something me and Ian talked about. But, like, I don't, like spending money and ian knows this i don't buy anything other than like pixels <laughs> so I'm like i haven't bought clothes in like three years so it's fair he's the opposite of me me, me and ian are polar opposites so i really don't know what i'd do with the money i'd price you know invest it yeah in something would it but... feel better to you to just know hey i don't have to worry about going to like chick-fil-a or like canes or mcdonald's or like Hey, if I want to buy, if I want to get a nice ass steak for to eat, 
I don't have to go to Outback. I'm like, and it's like, no, like it's litter. It, I could do this literally for every meal. And it, I, I'm still not going to spend more than two percent of my net worth. Yeah, doing I that. think just like the free. And then knowing the... majority of it's just sitting there making more money. Is that kind of like what's most comfortable for you? Yeah, like you, anything you want at that point, you can have at yeah. at the tip of your fingers. Anything that you want. I, that's probably the craziest part about it. The thing <laughs> right? about it, like anything in the world that you want, yeah. you you can get. Yeah. I think if Eli won, Eli Eli wouldn't ever go to any nice restaurant though. No, like I think not. Eli's one of Eli's big expenses. Like I think most of us, maybe not Pete, is like food, mm-hmm. right? But even then, I, Eli's not the type to even go out to a nice restaurant. It's, okay, but is that because you've never been there? Or is that because, like... He just doesn't... I don't think he just I, finds I value. I don't care enough to... Like, like Ian Ian really likes clothes. Like, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Clothing and that whole world, that that's Ian. I'm cool with some four-year-old pants from Zoomies. Like, yeah. I'm all right with that. You can so, buy fucking Zoomies with this kind of money. So, like... <laughs> I could. <laughs> I... I'm trying to think of like what so you said pixels. What do you mean by pixels? I barring my car, the most expensive thing I've bought is my CS:GO inventory. Okay, so we you would just buy everything in CS:GO. I'd would probably you? get a baller ass inventory for yeah. sure. <laughs> okay, which is still probably what. Give me an estimate of like what it would take to do it fucking lazily too. Not like because there's times you can sometimes buy like in-game currency and then work yeah. with it right this is literally like no i'm just mashing the buy button over and over and then i'm just gonna lazily buy every fucking thing i want i'd probably just how much would it cost like 10 grand probably, not even not even i get like 15 grand okay inventory. worth the shit would you because i know I, I do a decent amount of like in-game buying of video Woody, game you know hey. Woody's. <laughs> I, I i may have spent like the number you just said on in-game on video games already but like within like the last two calendar years but the would you do it would you would you fuck up your main account and just put a bunch of money in it or would you be like no i'm gonna set another one where i can just have fun and I just and then like leave my main account where it's still i like, gotta grind at a normal rate do you have never thought about something like that yeah it's called no money that- spends no money spent counts nmss yeah um the problem with that is i've, <laughs> I've already, already screwed over all my main accounts by <laughs> buying shit so okay so yeah fuck it yeah you're just buying I, no, I, I, cause I would, that's yeah. exactly what i would do I, I would just literally just just mash fifa's the big one for me i would literally just buy my team and then yeah. i would name it like daddy's money or something like that and just like just like, daddy's yeah. money yeah i usually already get made fun of a lot cuz i suck at it but like my team is better than the other kids team but then he's like 12 and like kicking the shit out of me and he has like a team of just a bunch of scrubs and he's like hey you should buy more players and i'm like hey you should get a job <laughs> and that, that's yeah, usually that's usually CSGO, the exchange yeah it's right? just like when you lose and it's like yeah whatever your nice inventory poor kid yeah <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> yeah like skins over skill yeah no, but I, I, I don't, I don't care. I think it's super funny because I fully admit that I paid, I paid to play. They yeah. think that they're like really digging into me and be like, oh, we're getting him, we're showing him that. Like, no, I, I don't fucking care. I, I'm, I'm gonna jump ahead a few steps because I can. I, I don't fucking care. For me, watching Eli win the lottery, I think would be a lot more interesting than if I win the lottery, hmm. hands down. Just because, just because there's so much uncertainty of like what the next, what the I just next don't thing know would be. What would happen? Like, like, I don't you, think anything would really happen. Yeah. What's the nicest house you've ever been in, Eli? Like, general, give me a 30-second rundown of, like, 
How many bedrooms? How big was it? Do you think? Like what amenities well, did it have? That's another thing. I probably the nicest house I I've ever been in. I don't know. Probably the Reamers. Yeah, and theirs was like a two million dollar house in okay. Stillwater. But or like, like I wouldn't want any of that. No, I mean, I'd probably just want like th- three or four bedrooms, three bathrooms, and like. A kitchen and a gaming room. Like I, I really don't need much. I don't. Just a simple guy. No, I'm not that's fair. Not gonna have anybody over. <laughs> that's, that's probably true in like a weird way, or like yeah. I, if, if hey, especially that's... if I didn't know you before this, I, I don't. Oh, there's not a not... way I can really trust you, unless that's... you're on the same level as me. Yeah. In which that's case, just... you're already gonna be a bad influence and make me spend more money I want to anyway. So fuck you. It's a weird thing. Right. Drake was Drake, Drake was right. No new friends, man. Mm-mm. Well, was it? Kanye said it's lonely at the top or something. Uh, yeah, it was Kanye. I, th- I think everyone like that's the cautionary tale of like yeah. it's lonely at the top. I think Drake said it's it's not. not. Lo- yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not. A dig. Yeah, not lonely at the top, but no, that's fair. All right, simple guy, John. Would would you just buy your pilot's license? Or just like find <laughs> the people I need to pay off, and it's like I, I can fly now. I mean, it'd be easy to pay cash. <laughs> you know. Um, Worship Harrison Ford. I mean, he shouldn't be able to fly, and he still can. So no kidding. I've heard him on like you can find him on YouTube like ATC. Like he just fucking up shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, damn it, Harrison. I, have I told you my dad's boss and him are buddies? No. And they fly together all the time. Really? That's yeah. Kinda cool. I mean, I bet he's a cool guy. Yeah. I he he's a little brain dead now. Yeah. But like. Yeah. He yeah, that was like back in the heyday, like fifteen years ago when he was still like able to put sentences together. He he was like you know there's like this cool fucking people. It doesn't matter, like you don't really know what they did or anything. it's just like oh shit, that's fucking Harrison Ford. It's fucking Indiana Jones, man. Right. Like it's just that was like that's what my dad said because he met him at my his boss's wedding. He's like it was just one of those things of just like holy shit. Like I don't I don't I don't care if he like kills babies and is like like spare time like it's fucking Harrison Ford that's fucking it is, he's just one of those guys but yeah anyways yeah what are, you, um, what are you doing first thing see those numbers I would you know you gotta do the, the shit mm-hmm. you know figure out uh, find your financial guys lawyers stuff like that um, but then I, like as soon as like in that period of time before you get the money I'm ghost you know <laughs> I'm just like phone yeah gone everything gone I, you know it's like I've got enough money to just get away from everybody while I'm figuring that shit out. So burner phone, whatever yep. places, to, you know, it's just like, I've got enough money on a credit card where I could just live in a hotel <laughs> somewhere else yeah. where nobody can contact me while they're figuring this out. Like, Oh, John won the lottery. We got to get in hold. It's like, Nope, you can't because I'm gone Sorry. <laughs> for, while I'm figuring stuff out. Yeah. And then I don't know, as soon as I figure it out, stuff, as far as stuff I'd buy, you know, um, you know the pilot thing i'd probably just put on hold for a little bit like yeah. you know you got that much money you don't really need to worry about a career so much i think i'd still learn how to fly um i just you know as far as where that would go it would be something i wouldn't be as concerned about um but yeah i'd probably just buy you know a nice place in just like maybe two three different areas and like by a nice place it's like i don't need huge mansions but just like nice you know like the size of this house but just imagine if like i'd actually probably build it myself i'd probably just you know work with some sort of contractor be like all right i want it to be this kind of layout this kind of you know to be able to customize like your house 
where money wouldn't be an option you know i think that'd be really cool Mm -hmm. um you know and then i I like toys you know like jet skis and shit (laughs) like that so probably buy some of that a couple you know i wouldn't go too crazy on cars and stuff like that but you know just get a couple of the ones that really make you feel special like an Mm -hmm. old classic couple sportier fast cars you know a good truck or two um and then I'd probably just spend most of that on, you know, travel and food and hooking my family up and, you know, and then from there, like I was asking you, Ian, like where, at what point do you, you get bored? You know, it's like you've, you've it's got hard. everything it's, that you wanted. It's weird. Now you probably start to feel depressed because where, what the fuck is the meaning in your life? You yeah. know, you can do whatever you want and we're young enough where I don't have, you know. I haven't earned anything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like then would be the the process of figuring out like, all right, you know, I've got the money to be able to invest in myself to find some sort of reward outside of I won the lottery. But like, how can I keep building myself? And I think that would be an interesting avenue to take as far as, um, you know, whether it's, you know, building some sort of, you know, like investing in my own like creative processes or you know like buy like invest in a restaurant you've got the capital to try to make like something really cool um i don't know there'd be a lot of avenues to take mm-hmm. probably try to you know give back to some sort of cause that makes you feel good you know i know world yeah. hunger is a big issue so it's just like if you've got the money to actually try to figure out some sort of plan with that and connect with the people that can make it happen and that'd be really cool gotta connect with akon Akon's doing it, man. <laughs> Weirdly enough, it. he's the only one really doing it. I think he's the only one that you probably hear about. I mean, sure, at because he's doing it at such a high level. Mm-hmm. I mean, like given the amount of money, yeah, I got yeah, that he has, he makes, and he can generate, and just with the name and stuff. But um, he also, like, I mean, how relevant is Akon though anymore? He's not. I think that's why he could do that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's hard to stay relevant and also yeah. pursue yeah. things that have that kind of meaning yeah but for sure um one thing i want to piggyback like, yeah the whole toys thing i feel like for me personally like i know for me personally i feel like i would just buy my friends those toys and be like all right you can have them I, you're gonna use them more than i am mm-hmm. but i get to use them whenever i want to <laughs> i i feel like you just buy your own Okay, because like a jet, a jet, a new jet ski is what maybe twenty grand, maybe like a, I'm, I mean, most. I we're mean, talking high end stuff. Am I gonna ride jet skis with though? I'm saying you're just gonna buy three of them. It's okay. like you know, I mean, like, I have three. If you want to take them out, go for it. Just make sure, yeah, there's one left there for me or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you know, here's the other thing too though, because how many times are you gonna get this, that weird like scenario of like, oh man, like I only have three jet skis and we got four people here. Shit, guess we're going down to the ski do shop first and buying us a fourth jet ski then, like. That's going to happen so fucking much. Probably, yeah. Um, kind of jumping like, a little bit piggyback before you get to Producer Pete's rundown here. Um, it's not as much as – the there's that really big one that you could uh, that you could have won. It was like $1.6 So you ended up – the cash payout was like low one point something billions. Then I think, but it got split like six ways. That one did. But they're saying like hypothetically if you oh. want it. And I think there's a guy that won even like $500 million or something if you take it. I forget what the – we should want. I'll watch the video later. But like the kid that won that – who was like relatively all of our ages too, which would be unreal. But, um, so if you invest it right away, you put all of it away and you don't spend a single dime from it. So the whole 118, his would have been more. So his would have been 500 cash payout, maybe like 400. 
or so he probably would like almost two hundred million dollars maybe put away. Um, you put into certain things. Um, I think it was like premium bonds and stuff like that. It ends up paying you out monthly like six hundred thousand dollars. So like you're already making every month six hundred thousand dollars, and you don't touch the the majority of it. So he's like, just wait six weeks, put put the money away, wait for the first month, and then start spending once you start making your six hundred thousand dollars a month. Right. That would be smart. Yeah, and that's kind of like the general idea. And that's when we, we whenever we talk like, oh, we're gonna go to a financial advisor first. That's, and fr- what, that's what they're gonna tell you to do, oh. right? They're gonna take a percentage of it. Cool. So even if you're paying them like thirty thousand dollars a month out of your shit, and you're still making five hundred seventy thousand dollars a month, you're making half a million dollars a month, right? So you're making six million dollars a year, roughly, after taxes, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah. So like that's what I mean. Where it's like, oh, I got buddies in town. Hey, like, should we rent a boat and go out? We could rent one, or I could just buy that one for eighty-five thousand dollars, and it can just be ours, and I'll get rid of it whenever I need to. Because mm. it's the Bill Gates thing, right? He drops a hundred-dollar bill on the ground. It's more expensive here to stop and pick it up than it is to or to keep walking, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're more detrimental for him to do that. Same kind of concept where it's like, it it's literally like it, you just can do that stuff. And it's like we just need a fourth one, do it. No. But I don't know, man, it. That's where I would get dangerous. Obviously, set yourself up and you're living off of just like your your monthly living of, let's call it, let's call this one, right, $250,000 a month if we put $100 million, $118 away. That's where them contracts come oh, in. That's man. where you got to make them. It's, Can't buy anything over X amount without three signatures. It, it'd be tricky stuff like that. I would, uh, or, yeah, I don't know. Or it, that concept, you know? Yeah, exactly. You'd have to set some, you have to set some protection stuff up for you and create some... Some, some some people in the middle to, to kind of stop that down that you don't know they don't give For a sure. shit about you yeah but that are like he's gonna make me money if he keeps his money so mm-hmm. <laughs> no that's fair uh Bruce Pete if you just won the lottery what what are you what are you what are you doing you know I asked my dad that one time probably a long time ago now I think <laughs> I was still really young sure and he said he donated it all. And I, at the time, I thought he was full of, sh- of he'd shit. He'd donate it all? Yeah, he'd get rid of it. And I think I probably would, too. Interesting. And I don't mean to sound like a white knight in that decision, but to me, like, I I want to earn all the money that comes to me. And I I just like the chase of getting the money. And I feel like it would, I'd feel pretty empty if I just came across hundred million dollars without having to do anything sure and i would donate them to very specific causes that meant to me so like good would come out of that but i don't think i'd keep any of it for myself not even like a like a fallback protection plan not even like a i can take these risk things i don't think so interesting interesting there's no nobility in this it's just kind of the tricky thing right so you yeah, got to find the, like... the worth within like intrinsically so like for 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 that kind of situation right it's no, like, first of all, everyone's gonna tell you you're a fucking idiot, right? That so you can get past that, but you already know that's coming. But then it's kind of, it's not about tomorrow. It's about tomorrow in terms of 25 years down the road, mm-hmm. if shit didn't go right, and even though you tried and did everything the right way and were like the perfect knight, or whatever, the perfect whatever, the perfect gentleman, the perfect scholar, whatever, like you still have so many things you can't control, that like if those things don't go your way and you end up. That's, like, the fear I would have of doing it that way. Because I've thought about that, too. Because there's been people that have said, like, oh, I donate, too. Um, would I always, in the back of my mind, though, would I, would it would it not matter? Because in the back of my mind, I would have known I fucking had it. Anytime, like, times get tough, every time it would come up as, 
you had the ticket out and you gave it away and you can from like the position you're in now or like donated it out right at that given moment that's a different place that you're in than when you're in and thinking about those times right so sitting there projecting like well 20 years on the road even if things don't work out i'm living in my parents basement for some reason or whatever i'm moving with my sister and i'm in the middle of a weird divorce and my kids fucking hate me right if things go wrong right it's easy to project out when you're not in that position but when you're actually in the shit are you what what is like are you gonna be able to sit there and be like fuck one fucking damn it i could have this I could have avoided this. And I could have got out of the way of this. But also, two, are you going to be in that position of like, I'm in this position because I donated the money. Because in the I always knew that I had the excuse. If it didn't work out, I can always tell everybody. But look at how much how great of a person I was because I donated 118 million dollars. I think a good way to get around that would be like buy things that you could donate, so to speak, like. Say you buy a bunch of farmland that you let farmers use rent free, you know, so you own the land, but mm-hmm. you're not paying anything for it because they're using it. And then whatever money farmland taxes is ridiculously cheap mm-hmm. stuff like that, where if shit really did hit the fan, you could be like, all right, well, you know, I've got 50,000 acres that I could sell for, you know, a couple million dollars if I needed to. But you also don't ever need to if you didn't want to. So it's not like it's not going to a good cause. It's money that you still have that other people are using that's technically donated. I think if I were to go about it that way, I wouldn't just get rid of the money and donate it. I would just secure yeah, a couple yeah. assets that you know won't lose value. Um, and then if you didn't, if you really, because I'm kind of subscribed to that as far as like, it's, I feel like the feeling of like you didn't earn anything in life yeah. is something that would be hard to live with. Oh, yeah. But yeah. if you had something to fall back on then, then you could go about your life, and if shit really did hit the fan, you're like, all right, I'm going to sell that, you know, and then get myself out of whatever hole. Yeah. Um, well, my response to 20 years down the road, if things don't work out, how would you feel? And to me, I I find enjoyment in the, the process or the obstacles overcoming, and I would take responsibility if, you know, I was broke at age 50 living in my parents' basement. That's my fault. Um, I don't know. I think my mindset, my way of life or whatever, I I don't know how to put it into words. I don't think I'd have that regret even if I ended up in that situation because I would take responsibility. And it's hard to describe. Yeah, no, for sure. I, th- I think from from where we're all sitting right now, it's very easy to say that. I think it's a hundred percent difference. That's what I'm saying. I don't know yeah. if my question's answerable. I'm not also, you know, it's like, you know, it's like totally speculate on it for sure. But like, that's kind of the thing of when you're actually in it, it's, you know, it's way different where it's like, you know, even think back to like when you were a kid, when you're like five or six years old and like, I want to be an astronaut. And now you're like, the fuck did I want that? Like it, when you're trying to fe- like plan out in future, think things and you're like, Hey, when I'm at this age, I'm going to be doing this. Otherwise I'm going to be a fucking failure. And then you get to that point and you're like, Actually, no, that's not how any of this works. But I didn't know. You only know what you know, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also like to. It's also situational in the sense that. And and then you're at or that you know you have to be in it before you can really know what it feels like. But also too, we're now adding on that element of. Oh, by the way, you had 118 million dollars, like you had it, and yeah, you can get into like the, 
the ethics and morality or the, the how you feel about wanting to earn stuff and for sure and i think all that's valid for sure um and and whether or not it's you should use like you shouldn't donate the money because then you're you're not setting up growth pattern or growth revenue like streams and you could just technically be donating you know five hundred thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. you know the rest of your life first and there and there's no set amount versus once the 118 has gone it's gone and however they spend it they spend it you know and all that stuff and that's a rabbit hole in itself but yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree with the whole, like, if you've never had it and it doesn't work or you did earn it and then you lost it or whatever, and you can see all that stuff um, justifying, like, say, no, that was on me. I did these things and get there. But, like, when it was, like, when you did actually have it, because I would argue none of us have really, like, gotten to the place yet where we want to be, mm-hmm. right? We're all still trying. We're still working for it, which is awesome. And that's kind of, we, we've talked about that on the pod a bunch about Chasing the, the dream. Yeah, and the process of doing that and the building it and, and, and how looking and reflecting on that process, both in real time and looking backwards at it, for sure is like a, a thing that like we just don't talk about and hear about, but it's such a major important part of it. But adding on to that, site, that, that layer of it of like you had, you, you had the ability to go out and do everything you want to do. And yeah, for, it sounds like though yours is the process of earning it. I totally get that. It's just, yeah, it's, it is tricky though. I don't know. I think Money to me is something that's abundant and always can, you know, you can get, get back even if you go through some su- substantial loss. Cause mm-hmm. I, I compare it to Elon Musk. Like, I'm not saying I'm like Elon Musk, but after he sold his shares in PayPal, have you heard this story? Um, no. it was like two, he got a payout of like 200 million or something mm-hmm. comparable to what we're talking about. He put every cent of that immediately into Tesla, SpaceX, mm-hmm. and Solar City is this third company, right? Yep. He came this close to losing all every the money. Day. If if he would have, he would have bounced back, I'm sure. Even if Tesla and whatnot didn't take off, his mindset, I think somewhere down the road, he'd earn that back. Mm. And I think I'm the same way. I think or have I'm the same. finding... Um, Look I'm at drawing it. comparisons to the uh, to the one pod where we talked about how Adele or Sia, whatever they or or, or Billie Eilish and Phineas, they would have become fam- famous or successful in the music industry whether they were recognized. Do you remember what we were talking it was about? Ed Sheeran. Yes. Yeah, well, was Ed that Sheeran. was the example yeah. I brought. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, it, yeah. I'm I don't know. I'm drawing similarities to that to mm-hmm. that um, same kind of topic yeah. there hearing from sure like certain people just have the ability comparative Mm -hmm. to everybody else yeah that they're gonna be known yeah like those those abilities will shine yep regardless of the situation they're in or given you know right place right time they miss it you there's probably gonna be another one for them for sure no i i think that for the elon musk comparison i think that that theory holds up right of He's already proven that he can make smart decisions and get to points where you're you're in that two hundred million dollar range, and yeah, he probably almost lost it. I'd be interested to see what that story actually is, of I whether heard, or not uh, he had an actual like safety net set up to where hey, if I lose everything in SpaceX, I, I still like will still be able to like be fine. I'm not saying be fine as like having two hundred million dollars or even close to that, but I'm I'm not gonna be like literally like begging for change. Yeah, I heard. So, well, I read I read the biography that was written about him a few years ago. And um, if I remember correctly, during that situation, he took out major loans in addition to putting all his capital into these things. So he was really 
in the pressure cooker. Or sure. Whatever you want to yeah, call it. and you know, I think yeah. he really did put everything on the line. I heard that like he at one point he had a choice. He could either do SpaceX or Tesla, and mm-hmm. it's pretty much if you choose one, statistically one of them is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But he chose to put everything in both. Yeah. Like not just one or the other. And by doing so, there's a huge risk in both of them failing. Sure. Because sure. there wasn't enough money or, yeah. or uh, you know, focus. And he chose both because he believed in both. Mm-hmm. And they ended up both succeeding. Yeah. yeah. No, for and, sure. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, I don't think I'm ever going to come anywhere close to $118 mm-hmm. million, But am I going to have the ability to, you know, reach six figures? Yes. I'm 99.9% confident in that. Mm-hmm. I won't cry if I never become a millionaire. So I don't think I'd have that issue. Yeah, I No, oh, that that, that all makes sense. Lost money. Yeah. No, that all makes sense. I think it's the like the 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 problem, not the problem, but where the comparison starts for me to get a little kind of iffy is we're all com- talking about people that had already proven that their talent was successful in a mainstream way. And had already produced like well, money to get to that position where we're yeah again and that's that's the we you know kind of talking about that a little bit of the perspective of yeah it's just handed to you you're just handed 118 million dollars um, and it gives you the freedom to be able to do things however you want to do them now if you want to say hey I don't I just want to skip over that and play that one I'm questioning why you bought a lottery ticket in the first place but also two like just to give it back say no I want to go back to that point that I was before because. It's it's that what's the from the thing is the first Avengers no it's the second one where they take the stone out of the, the the stream right and it creates two different paths so as soon as you win the lottery your path no longer is on the same path it was before and if you give all the money back it still isn't on that path it's not how it works you're already now on a different stream so to just assume that oh if I just skip this and get rid of it and again in this scenario you've won the lottery so it's not even that you had a choice to 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 sit this one out or it's not yours like, you're already on that path. And so if you just give it away, you don't get to go back to how things used to be. That's not how it works. It, there's now a new added element to it. And, again, kind of forward thinking out from the place we're at now, it's very easy to assume, like, oh, I'll earn it, do all these things. But that's where I would hesitate personally, not now taking your story and putting it into my, my perspective, right, of yeah. I would always question what gives me hold on doing that, that idea, even though it, how noble it sounds, is would I always have in the back of my mind that little hiccup of you fucking had it. You had it in your hand. You had $118 million. You had your whole life set up. You had generational wealth. Like anything you wanted to do, however you wanted to do it, was right in front of you. And that was what you're asking for ultimately. And that's me, not necessarily you. Yeah. Right? Was I I want to be able to do these things and go about it in the way I want to do it and with what I have given to me. And at that, before the lottery, right, I don't have $118 million, so I have to do it in different ways. Once I do have the lottery money, now my all my ways changed. And would I, if I didn't make it, would I be sitting there be, not making it because every single time I would have been like, damn it. I, it, would it have changed my process? And just knowing that at one point I had the resources to do whatever I wanted. Yeah. So I don't know. And that's that's kind of like, that was what would give me hold on it, is all I'm just well, saying. I, okay. I think that's where we differ, because like for me, as long as I have enough money to, you know, do what's in 
whatever to overcome whatever obstacle i have right so like, mm-hmm. be able to afford fl studio in my current situation yeah i'm good and like as far as the generational wealth i've thought about this like now and then i would think if i came across you know wealth through a business or some whatever i don't know if i'd want to keep that in the family and i think i would want my kids or whatever to you know know that to fucking not hate gonna, you no i don't <laughs> think they'd hate me i i don't know if i would offer that money to them at least as a crush i think Pete, what okay. you're saying is like you just you wouldn't play the lottery yeah no. <laughs> essentially oh i Which, never would i yeah, never bought it but i but i agree because like you know i i don't play the lottery um not because i wouldn't want to win that much money but like because i think i value more so the you know what money can get you especially like the lottery like if you earned your way up to 118 million dollar you know value or whatever um you have a lot to follow up to that point you know more often than not you've got a lifetime of experience and character building and stuff like that and i think that's what's truly important in most people's lives maybe not to everybody but like to me it's just like what you know what could i do you know what would i become with 118 million dollars like that that i wouldn't necessarily be able to you know acquire like what could i acquire Uh um but also would i lack you know as far as character along the way you know it's just like i want to i want to be somebody that's not known for just having 118 million dollars a sick house all that shit it's like i want to be somebody else to build connections friendships stuff like that yeah that you definitely can't do the same way so yeah you, so you so you don't think if you had 100 the you know we're just using 118 because it's the activity we're in but so you you think that if you had 118 million you don't think that you could be the person that you ultimately wanted to be before it well it's like exactly what you were saying it just changes everything yeah it changes how you perceive things and i think um how others perceive you yeah i'm not saying i couldn't do it but like if i earned it then you got to that point strategically yeah. mm-hmm. you know if you're just mm-hmm. given that you're definitely going to change something's going to change ego oh that's you treat yeah, people. for sure for um, sure and i don't know if it uh, i guess i don't know because i haven't really looked at people that have won the lottery like how i know more often than not it's not a good thing um I, oh yeah what i think the for me and i think this would be for a lot of people who win and have won the lottery is having that much money puts you in way too safe of comfort zone in regards to not having to worry about whatever for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. and you know growth comes from discomfort so i don't think you could reach your potential or whatever you want to call it if you're just handed that big of a check and i think you are who you are like if you if you know if you think you have 118 million dollars and all of a sudden you're going to start doing all this cool stuff and becoming a better person is like that's probably not true you'll have more stuff but it doesn't mean you'll change um you'll change it like i said you'll change in ways but not necessarily for the better Mm -hmm. because if unless you're already convinced that you need to better yourself and do all that stuff you can do that when you're broke (laughs) you can become a better person (laughs) and learn things and and build things when you're broke um why would that change necessarily just because you're rich now like yeah. oh now i'm gonna learn a different language it's like no you fucking not you're a hundred you got 118 million dollars yeah. pay a fucking translator yeah. to walk around with you all the time yeah well so. I, sometimes i wonder about let's say like what if kendrick lamar grew up in stillwater minnesota 
he would he would not be Kendrick who he is today, right? So this is this is the Ed Sheeran conversation, yeah. right? It's He'd now be Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Lamar. Kevin Lamar. <laughs> and he would have wore pants that were too short and revealed his socks all the time. Before it was cool. Um no, it yeah, it's the if if Kendrick Lamar had enough talent to always make it and was exposed, then maybe he would have been successful in the music, but it would have been a different level of success and would have looked different for sure. And that's kind of the idea. Is like, it's the ones that you you should really I don't know if look up to is the right idea, but like the one or admire, but we'll use it for lack of a better term. The ones you should like admire in the music industry are the ones that had the talent that just was like good on its own, and then also were able to develop it and put it in out in a way of an industry that's very much after just trying to like manipulate things into one hit wonders or whatever mm-hmm. and that they became uber successful because of talent and then they took it and it was the uh you know success is just opportunity meets preparation kind of thing yeah well like kendrick yeah. has proven that he's can put out classics time and time again it's not just the one hit wonders mm-hmm. but then it's like the little pumps which are now <laughs> has he had a song in like the last it was, three years it was gucci gang that ultimately put him on the you yeah. know mm-hmm. you know whatever and i mean Let's be honest, he'll never top the charts again. You don't think? No. Unless he I collabs, think, right? But no. Yeah. I, I think the current state of music, that all that, it I means transitioning like it always does. And I think the little pumps mm-hmm. are phasing out. I definitely think, you know, for like 2015 to 2017, 2018, they were, they were all it, you know? They were all the rage and they were the ones topping the charts and mm-hmm. getting the money or whatever. But I think it's clearly showing that I mean, it's phasing yeah. out. Songs are more in their feelings, it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which so, I don't mind. I think that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I think, I mean, I think it's the same thing that, like, Kendrick has proven himself and has grown rather mm-hmm. than Lil Pump, yeah. who has yeah. not well, grown well, or <laughs> had really talent or anything, you know? My Kendrick comparison was more looking at the fact of if he grew up in a upper middle class mm-hmm. suburban family, would he have ever he been? He wouldn't have been forced to get out of his comfort zone enough to harness the skills of where he's at True. today. Oh. That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh. It's what, what different opportunities, which is comparable to say, have we come into $118 million. Well, let's just say this then. Cause I think this conversation has gotten a little deeper than we initially thought it would. Um, if say overnight, your music took off to a point where you had at least millions of dollars, you know, what would you do with that then? Well, that could be different. And I only say that because if it were to take off, right, either I earned it or I got lucky and a one hit wonder, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I got lucky in a one hit wonder, I still earned it because I put in the skills. I couldn't have done that four years ago, right? It's like, it's not like that was handed to me for free. Exactly, but like, what are you using an abundance of wealth for? Even if you did earn oh, it. Oh, oh, if I did earn it, um, I don't know. I've never really thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I, yeah, cool. I'd probably want to get a better studio. Nice house, s- small but you know, nice. A newer uh, minivan. No, I, I <laughs> wouldn't buy a new car, I don't maybe. think. <laughs> still used. Still used. A Decent C- miles. A Sienna. I don't think I'd get a new car. Um, I mean, backup cameras are nice, man. At least in Solo. Yeah, it's current. like a thousand bucks. I mean, it's something you probably could do now. I would get a good studio. 
and a house, and I'd buy whatever groceries I wanted to. Go. Hell yeah, <laughs> Whole Foods. No baby. more, yeah, no more Aldi. <laughs> we going to Whole Foods today. <laughs> He's buying the bonfire just to close it. <laughs> it I would throw it a lot in yeah, investments. That's fair. It nice. closed, closed. Yeah, it's done, man. Went under. What? Bonfire. Oh, bonfire. Yeah. I thought You're you like, meant what? Aldi. I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> no, he's he's known this for a while. Yeah, they went under. Uh, they're part of Axles. The three Axles are still staying open for some fucking reason, but bonfires I mean, are I done. I guess, I mean, that's not really surprising. We, he they was calling it. music, probably. Play better music, not have as much staff. The prime rib doesn't suck. Well, <laughs> we don't know about that, but fair enough. All right, what, what are you spending that shit on? I spend that shit on. Um, I, I, I could mention at the top of it, I legitimately would really like sit it out and hope I don't get a heart attack. Like that's like a real fear of like, I don't, there's a movie about it. It's like from the late nineties. It's like, it's, I forget what the movie's called. Something like Ned divine or something where a dude wins a lottery, small amount, but he's from this like little, like Irish fucking tiny ass town. And he has a heart attack realizing he won. He's like 70 something. He doesn't even get the money. So like, well, he lived a good life. At least. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, he went out on top, but he went out with excitement. <laughs> yeah. Went out with a bang. <laughs> and a bang means one of his arteries exploded in his chest, but, uh, it bled out. <laughs> Sad. Um, I would cut it off. So I would take, it's 118 and I like round numbers. So I would take $18 million and I would just be using that once I get it. So again, we talk about all this stuff setting it up, right. Of off the grid. I literally just like, like take my phone apart by the nearest, like trash can and just throw different parts out in different trash cans. I would then go to like a target or a Walmart and buy like a really cheap flip phone thing mm-hmm. or like a, where you have to like pump in minutes on fucking gift cards. I would buy one of those. I wouldn't give my number to anybody like legitimately nobody. It's literally for the people I next talk to, to be able to contact me. Um, I would set up a really basic Gmail account, but it'd be new. Uh, I would then before I cash the ticket, I would go, and talk with like financial advisors, probably like New York or something, or LA, or I don't know if I'd interview somebody in Minneapolis, but I don't know if I'd use them to get it to say, hey, I have $100. I need to be able to know what the max per month in a safest way I can make is. And if it's around like, as long as it's six figures a month, I'm comfortable with it. And then 100 million just goes into that. The 18 goes into some other separate bank account. And yeah, we're just buying up shit. Like, Nothing good. Like, nothing good's going to come out of this. Like, I would probably, for at least a year, although I kind of already, I'd probably, like, quit drinking because I don't think that's smart. I think any time that you're going to compromise yourself, you're just asking for trouble, mm-hmm. especially because you aren't sure how to spend that kind of money or handle it. Um, I you would, don't really drink, though. Yeah, it's kind of I said, yeah, I kind of stopped anyways recently. But, I mean, I'll socially drink, but I just have no reason to – it fucks up with video games. That's really what the reason is. Like, I was playing so many games at like two in the morning, and if I came home kind of buzzed, I'd suck and I'd be super pissed. But like, I wasn't playing during the day, so I just like, all right, let's just cut the drinking out. It's not that fun anyways. It's just chasing out yelling about sports at a bar and a bunch of people looking at us weird. So like, <laughs> I don't know. There wasn't a bunch of benefits I was reaping from that. Um, yeah, house stuff. I'd keep this house, so I'd just pay it off. Um. I'd probably have someone like tear out all this wood paneling and figure out if it's actually asbestos in the ceiling, like shit like that. Just fix shit. Um, yeah, (laughs) it's not great. (laughs) Um, and then I would, we've talked about this. So there's certain cities I've already identified, right? So it'd be some either London or Manchester in England. One of those places, New York city, 
Minneapolis or St. Paul. This is St. Paul's area. So it's called Minneapolis, uh, Las Vegas, L.A., and Tokyo. They're those six. So I'd buy housing properties in all six of those areas just so I had a place to go. Not all of them would be necessarily super expensive. But let's say, like, I find a – let's say I spend a million dollars a house in all those places, right, which is a pretty decent house pretty much anywhere you go, right? That's still only $6 million of the 18. So I still have 12 to dick around with. Um, yeah, and then Gotta just, furnish those places. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's call it another half million per house to furnish with some shit. So now we're at it's 9 million. Some nice furniture. Yeah, and then just random shit. Just some cars I've always wanted, like a Hummer H2 for sure. Um, probably, I mean, let's be real. I'd get the whole Hummer set. So let's get the Humvee, <laughs> the, the H1, the H2, the H3, just so I could like have a sledgehammer and whenever I get pissed, just like go out into the garage and just smash the nice. shit out of that car. It's a piece of shit car. Um, yeah. And then yeah, I, it would just be having that because again, I'm making the money monthly and I don't know now if I have set up enough where I could spend more than that just day to day stuff, like big purchases of like, you know, whatever, like renting out like Walt Disney world or something for the day. Yeah. That might dent the, the monthly income. You might have to dig into like the 18 million side of it, but I would just have those places set up, but realistically, I'd probably mostly be between L.A., Las Vegas, and Minnesota. And I would just have the other places for, like, if I had to go out there. But then eventually I'd start saving up and down the road try to start setting up some businesses and stuff like that. And just to have things to do, uh, I would try to save as much as I can of that monthly stuff right away to start to buy a soccer team in England. And then probably in my, like, 40s, that's the main focus. And then I would fly back and live in Minnesota for like football season, coach high school football. <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like be high like school full, football. yeah, Just like fully dedicated to it. Like buying the team. The oh yeah, shit. no, like we're getting new jerseys every fucking year. Like we're gonna have a stadium that's gonna the be Oregon like five percent full basically. because there's gonna be a twenty thousand seat stadium. It's gonna be like weird shit, right? <laughs> I'm just so like, yeah, our high school team plays at a professionally built yeah. studio <laughs> or uh stadium you probably get kids trying to transfer that school oh (laughs) hell yeah oh my god you'd be a powerhouse (laughs) exactly it'd be so much fun just kicking the shit out of everybody and it's just like yeah and and then yeah and then you'd be like yeah you guys fucking pay to play it's like yeah fuck you i don't care (laughs) get more money better job (laughs) hit the gym (laughs) yeah no and it would be cool to like for three three and a half months of the year of like every day like in it Cause like when I'm in like already in like football mode, like that's all I'm worried about. That's all I'm doing. And it'd be so nice to just like, just do that. And then when the season ends and I'm all fucking depressed, it's a lot nicer to be depressed on the fucking beach in LA than it is to be in the fucking snowy ass fucking middle of the Midwest. So I guess kind of piggybacking off like your thing, like post post buying stuff, you know, and figuring out friends situation, who's living where I think in terms of like hobbies and stuff, I mean, Granted, superbia, mm-hmm. but like outside of that, we definitely used to be fighting, be full time. Yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> it would be. Could never been able to do that before. Here is here's your issue though, right? Um, it's actually a friends episode, which is kind of stupid. But would you worry that competitors are gonna try to like take advantage of your situation, like, or like are gonna like put you in a weird spot, like when you're fighting, if you like have that much money? I'm gonna say no because there are um, a few different fighters that are nationally ranked that they're millionaires okay. and you know they are but like it's one of those things in the heat of the battle you don't care you yeah. just want to be better than it's just that a competitive person. thing it's the competitive yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. like you want to just prove your skills over them that's fair and there are some fighters you know like oh that guy's yeah i mean he's got a lot of money 
Yeah. But like at the same time, it's I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just trying to shit on the other guy regardless. <laughs> that's fair. Fair enough. I think that's a good spot to leave off. Um, hopefully this power or this uh, Mega Millions ticket cashes tomorrow, and uh, I'll go radio silent to all you fucks for like two months. Well, thanks for letting us know. Like, yeah. what the plan is. So if you don't hear yeah, from me exactly. on like Saturday, you're like fuck. Should we text him? No, his phone's dead. Like, we're not, we already know this. That's all right. We'll just all wait right. for him to buy a place out in LA. We'll wait for him to fix this place yeah. up. Yeah, we'll just camp out at the, the current house. Yeah. He will be back. If you see asbestos in the ceilings, <laughs> you know he won. Yeah. <laughs> just go down there, just like, should we have masks on? Fuck, I don't know. Just don't get it wet. Or do we get it wet? I don't know how this works. The shit should not have been used to fucking insulate houses. If we get sick because it's his house, we can sue. <laughs> yeah. When was it discovered that it causes cancer or whatever that like, wasn't until years me- later yeah mesothelioma was like the 80s or 90s it got big because people were like laying it down and like you know it takes a long fucking time to develop when you're breathing it in yeah. i think well it's the thing is like i heard that or maybe it doesn't people are so like it's big money like big business to remove it now yeah even though it's it's probably you know because my dad's worked in places where they're like oh we came across a couple panels of asbestos He's like, all right, it costs thousands of dollars to get a crew in here just to get this shit. He's yeah. just like, the people that actually were affected by it were people that were working with it yeah. constantly and sawing it up and do it like constantly. And they didn't have the same precautions they had no. today. They were probably also smoking and doing all <laughs> their sorts of shit. Yeah. So it's really like, it's, yes, it's obviously dangerous, but I don't think it's like this toxic material that you really. No, have to be. Like, I mean, oh, it, yeah, it's, it's not it, radioactive. It's no. in the fucking ceiling above us right now, and it's not affecting us. It's just when it's out in the open and you breathe the shit in, it's the microfibers when it's in pieces. getting your lungs. Yeah. yeah, and it fucks up your lungs. Right, but nonetheless, than, yeah. So it was like '80s and '90s when they stopped using it, or no? I think they still. You still technically can use it, right? I don't really. Know. I really. I, I, I yeah. Don't, I, I don't know if they do. I'm sure it's probably still probably. But yeah, used. it's because it's a less pretty. Common. It's a pretty. That's the thing about it. it was like it was, this is a weird tangent to go off. Oops, of. right. It was a really useful material, um, I think. Like it was really that's why they used it all yeah. the time because it was really you could use it in a lot of different things. But pretty much. But yeah, shit causes weird diseases, a weird incurable form of cancer. Which yeah. you would maybe argue that's maybe that's next after this pandemic. It's you got to wonder disease. what in thirty years from now they're going to be like. <laughs> You know, whatever yeah. we're dealing with regularly 5g yeah 5g <laughs> maybe, <Jules>. maybe. <laughs> on that note uh oh maybe next week i think we, we're we're kind of getting more regular now so we we rode out the uh the harshest of the wave of the the pandemic and i think we're going to be kind of back to back to things per per usual but uh for in the intern producer pete deuces uh friend of the show john and and new special guest Eli. Elijah. Elijah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on. Um, We'll uh, catch you next time. Peace. See you. Bye.